This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey, how goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Happy first day of fall, everybody. Does it feel like fall to you yet? No. Daniel Sowerson's shaking his head. Look, the fact that it is fall, I'll take it. Uh, 3.21 a.m. this morning, 4.21 a.m., something like that. I didn't set my alarm, um, so I missed the start of the fall season today. But uh, we're excited to be here with you on this Wednesday. It is a high holy day for our Jewish friends. Uh, We are uh, in recognition of that, of course. And uh, we are in the middle now of a crazy week in the NFL again, especially here on Airline Drive. What a, what a 48 hours it's been now over the last couple of days. And we're going to try and tackle some of it today and try and set things up for the rest of the week today and all kinds of different stuff. Um, you know, hey, uh, we're not the only ones that have this uh, uncertainty going on. I mean, there are a lot of teams in the NFL that are in a weird state here going into week three. I mean, heck, the Seattle Seahawks are getting Cam Chancellor back today. That's what we're hearing and so um, insert your own t- term or label there, but he is ending his whatever or his state of mind. Um, there's a word I'd like to say, but I think that I'll just keep it to myself. I'll allow you to insert it here at this point. But um, Cam Chancellor is uh, ending his holdout apparently, uh, and he's, I think he said something this morning about, uh, uh, like God, he will forgive all too. Okay, all right. Um, so anyway, that's going on up in Seattle uh, baseball world loses Yogi Berra. I, our country loses Yogi Berra. Passed away, I guess, last night or early this morning uh, at the age of 90. Uh, tremendous ambassador for the city of New York, city of St. Louis where he grew up, uh, and baseball in general. So uh, we will uh, mark the loss of Yogi Berra today as well. We've got a pretty good show for you today. Sean Fazan from Fox 8 Sports is going to stop by, and uh, we're going to pick his brain about how they're going to navigate the media, that is, uh, this week. That'll be an interesting dance. Get his thoughts on where the Saints are in between week two and week three. And we'll talk some NBA today. We welcome in Luke Babbitt for the first time this uh, new season. Now, Luke's got a new look, too, and I'll ask him about that. He'll be a part of our Black and Blue Report today uh, for this Wednesday. we got a great show lined up for you tomorrow as well. We're going to hear from the voice of the Saints, the voice of the Panthers tomorrow. Um, more from the Pelicans tomorrow. We're T-minus five days, by the way, till the start of Pelicans training camp, if you can believe that. T-minus five. Um, that, that makes me pause here for a moment and re- try and remember all the things that we've got to get done before uh, camp starts on Monday. So we'll continue our walk up to camp with Luke Babbitt, as I mentioned, on the program. Sean Payton has already spoken today to the media. He held a conference call at 8.30 Central Time this morning. Um, that's what he's been doing here, obviously, in the last couple of weeks conference call on Wednesday morning and on Thursday morning and then he speaks to the media after practice on Friday I guess in the flesh uh, to get things set up for the weekend but uh, a couple of notes from this morning's uh, conference call with coach Payton first of all let's talk about um, the Drew Brees situation coach Payton no surprise uh, is saying that Drew Brees is day-to-day and they will note his progress on the injury list which of which the first one of the week is later on today, this afternoon. Um, this is no surprise. They're not going to give any specifics on this. They never have about these injuries, so why would it change here for number nine? 
Um, with that being said, though, Coach did speak this morning about the uniqueness of preparing this week with perhaps some uncertainty at quarterback. The traits that Luke McCown have, I mean, in regards to similarities, it, it's not like uh, we've got a whole zone read package with one and a drop back package with the other. Um, but last night was the, the first night in game planning. We'll get, get to work on it today, and uh, we'll make sure we're, we're getting the reps that we need at that position and uh, kind of see how he does. I, like I said, you know, that from an injury standpoint, there's nothing I'm going to say at all in, other than, uh, you know, be day-to-day. We'll see how he's progressing, and uh, we'll be smart. And I think that's about all you're going to get from Coach Payton with regard to that quarterback situation this week. Um, and I get it. The, the the situation, though, is going to be, and we'll talk more about this with Sean Fazan, everybody else is going to try and speculate and figure out what's going on. Um, and I can look at that in two different ways I haven't decided yet. One, will it be frustrating to listen to this all week <laughs> uh, when nobody really knows what they know? Uh, or number two, I might have a giggle about it, too. We'll just see how it plays out. Look, everybody wants Drew Brees to play this weekend, there's no doubt. I also have no doubt that Luke McCown would be ready if, if need be as well. Who would they be ready for? Carolina, of course. The Panthers are 2-0. and um, They've had injury problems themselves. Um, still uncertainty about Luke Keekley in his coming back from a concussion. And, of course, uh, they've had injury problems all over their receiving core. With that being said, uh, this is a team that um, is in front of you in the division right now, and you're playing on the road. Coach Payton began last night with his staff as far as game planning for the Panthers. It continues, obviously, this morning and then into practice today and here were some of coaches initial thoughts on this weekend's opponent well number one you know they do a very good job uh running the football and they have a combination of of things that make that happen they have a real good a real good scheme obviously a dynamic quarterback and and running back stewart and tolbert you know they do some misdirection they do some zone they really force you to be disciplined defensively and we played some of our better games against them and I would say arguably some of the worst games ever against them it's it's been a you know, an up and down battle but your eyes have to be good uh, with regards to defending the run and then also knowing that there's going to be some shots down the field um, but I would say it starts with the defense you know they're uh, they're outstanding they've improved each year you, you you can see them play, and you can start with Keekley. You can go to Davis. You can go to Johnson. Josh Norman is having a fantastic start, fantastic start to his season, and we've seen him grow right before our eyes. If you remember, the two teams split last year, and like Coach Payton said, against the Panthers, sometimes they've played very well. Sometimes it's looked really ugly, and that's exactly what happened last year with the Saints winning and playing very well on the road, winning at Carolina, and then the clunker, That occurred late in the season at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Um, Okay, so with that, we'll uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll bring in Sean Fazan from Fox 8, talk more about the Saints and all these storylines that are uh, uh, in play this week on, on a Wednesday. 
The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy text alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Still to come, Luke Babbitt of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, but as promised, Sean Fazan from Fox 8 joins us. Uh, he has just just a couple of minutes on what I'm sure is a very busy Wednesday. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, dueling Sean's here. And we heard from the other Sean earlier in the show. That would be head coach Sean Payton. Um and uh, obviously, we should probably start by asking you about the Drew Brees situation and how in the world um, are you all going to deal with this week when you know that nothing's going to come out of the New Orleans Saints and the aforementioned head coach, Sean Payton, with regard to the Drew Brees status this week? Uh, well, we follow it as much as possible, which, uh, as you mentioned, is uh, uh, if you're expecting a lot of stuff out of the organization, obviously, uh, that, that, uh, that doesn't, isn't going to happen. Uh, but uh, kind of monitor it as far as his practice, if he's able to practice, and uh, eyeball what we can eyeball and uh, see what we get out of him if he talks later later today. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. And we'll just kind of uh, be in, in the same position as everybody else at that point. Yeah, I, and, and here's the deal. Look, anybody listening to this podcast is fully aware that I work for the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. And I fully get why uh, Sean Payton will go about this week uh, saying very little, if nothing at all, about his quarterback and that status. I, I, I get it. I totally understand that, um, which I'm sure is frustrating to fans and, and media and everybody else. But, Sean, take me through the last 48 hours. I mean, um, because you, you, know, you and Ed Werder and Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and all these people have had plenty to say about the situation, and it's it can't be easy for you all, obviously, because um, the, the situation with the, with the franchise is, is as we talked about. Yeah, and and I think this is a fluid situation. I think you know people want to want it to be an absolute. It's this, it's A, or it's B. I think what you're seeing here is basically a situation where we, we truly don't know how he's going to respond to this uh, rehab treatment, what have you. And it truly is how's he going to feel when he wakes up Sunday morning or Friday morning or Saturday morning, whatever the case may be. And that's how he's going to play. And when you're dealing with that sort of fluid situation, you just kind of guide it, try to get as much information as you can, but 
you do so with a layer that you, you understand that uh, things could certainly change, and it certainly feels that way right now. I know when when, when the information first came out on Monday morning, that it, it, it was very very you could almost feel the entire mood of the city change, uh, and then as as we as we get into the day on Tuesday things get a little bit easier and things seem to be a little bit better as it, ter- as it turns out it looks like more of a bruise than opposed to a tear. Uh, so then you just kind of feel it out. And, and, and I think right now Drew Brees doesn't know, and I think that's that's the key here. So we just have to monitor it as best as we can. And it just it, it can be frustrating, but that's just kind of the way it is, and that's what you deal with when you talk about injured players in the NFL, especially a franchise quarterback. Is the fact that he's day-to-day and there is this uncertainty, is it more jarring or um... – scary to think about just because you've never been in this situation before I mean it's ridiculous to think that Drew Brees has not missed a game since he joined this franchise what nine ten years ago yeah that that's really what is kind of brought the extra layer of newsworthiness and what have you never mind the fact that it's an injury to your quarterback it's never happened which is an unbelievable run of durability to talk about it uh just how how many hits you take even if you don't take a lot of hits quote-unquote from uh from, from defenders, but you're going to take some, and, and, and you add that up over 10 seasons, it's amazing the durability that he's had, and that's really what adds to the to the storyline here, is because we just have never had to deal with this uh, from a reporter-athlete standpoint, which in the game of football is extremely rare, and uh, that's why you just you deal with it as best you can and try to cover it as best you can, but you do so knowing that uh, what you report on Monday could be different by the time Sunday rolls around. Yeah, and that makes for an interesting conversation about how things get reported on. I I understand, like in your shoes, I'm sure your boss is saying, get me something about Drew Brees. Yep. And the fans are saying, I hope that Sean Fazan finds something out about Drew Brees this week. But then you know, look, you're not going to hear anything from Drew Brees or Sean Payton. So how do you walk that line and how are you going to balance that? Yeah, for me, it's, it's just a matter of, Trying to get as much – I am not going to speculate when it comes to, you know, what the injury is. You try to figure out, you know, uh, what you can, but you, obviously like you do so with the idea that uh, it, is, it, is, it is a changing situation. And you just you just kind of explain that to the bosses and you just roll with it as best as you can. And, uh, and, and I think the fans understand that, you know, uh, it's – this is not an, an exact science here. We're just going to have to try to uh, piece it together as best as we can. And once Sunday rolls around, we'll know. And I, what I tried to do was just get a better explanation of what a bruise versus a tear is. And that's really the way I covered it yesterday. I got in touch with a with a Tulane doctor who was very well, who, who was very good in terms of explaining what happened and how, and how the rehab process goes. And if you can add to the story in that way, then you at least are providing information to the fan base that uh, you know they obviously really want right now because they want to know who Brees is going to play. Fair enough. Um, Sean Fazan from Fox A with us here on the Black and Blue Report. All right, Sean, obviously the the uh, Drew Brees storyline is number one top of list uh, for the Saints going into this uh, Carolina Panthers game. What other storylines, though, will you be looking at this week uh, to see, develop, or learn more about as we get closer to this third game? Well, you know, I saw growth in this defense, Sean. I really did. And uh, you're starting to see the flashes with the guys like the Haukikaha and uh, Stephon Anthony, and you know, I think I I really think the secondary is is steadily improving, and I think they have the personnel to be really good. And this is with them being banged up right now, but you're starting to see some flashes there in terms of improving. Um, I I think overall, I, I just want to see 
a confident football team. I, I don't know that I've – you know, you're confident in certain situations, but I don't know that I've seen the same level of confidence and swagger, if you will, the first two games of the season that we're accustomed to seeing. And, look, your back's against the wall here. I mean, look, Paul 0-3 – that, that's that's a desperate situation. So And they have to do whatever they can to, to, to get a win. And I think it, it, it kind of starts with the belief that, hey, we're gonna, we, we can do this and, 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 and B, you know, don't do the things that get us beat, which obviously happened uh, last week with some turnovers and penalties and some, some mental errors in terms of missed tackles and things like that. Good stuff. It's going to be an interesting week, won't it? <laughs> no, it's going to be fun. Yes, yes, indeed. Panthers and Saints on Sunday, again at noon central uh, here, uh, of course, uh, not here, but at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Hey, uh, have a great rest of your week, Sean. I'll see you this afternoon, obviously, when Drew Brees does speak, uh, and uh, we'll see you covering the Saints all week long. I appreciate your time today. All right, no problem. Thanks, Sean. Sean Fazan for Fox 8. Stay with us. we got some Pelican stuff for you right after this. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Punt, pass, kick, and dunk. Lob to the rim, alley-oop dunk, Anthony Davis. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, let's turn our attention to the Pelicans here on this Wednesday's Black and Blue Report and check in with Luke Babbitt. We haven't talked to him since last season. It's great to see you, by the way. Um, You're full of sweat. The workouts are ongoing. We're teeing out minus five days now to the start of training camp. It's exciting, man. We uh, it's been a long summer. Um, everyone's really motivated. Um, you know, it's hard to believe it's right around the corner, but we're we're excited to be back. Did you spend the whole off season knowing that this is where you were going to be in the fall, and this would be just to carry on from what you've already built with this franchise? Um, yeah, I was hoping that'd be the case. Um, you know, you never know in free agency, but um, I was really happy to be able to come back here, um, kind of continue the process that Dell and. Um, and that you know this this organization has started. Obviously, it's been a, a project for the last couple of years, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Um, one piece to to the puzzle, hopefully, to to really um, become a contending team year in year out. I just want to 
you know, be a part of that. It's exciting for the city. It's exciting for the for the organization. It's nice to see a lot of familiar faces or parts, as you kind of called them. I think that that's been a, a huge piece of my excitement going into the season is that seeing you all now have some continuity, albeit with a new head coach, but as far as that locker room goes, there's a lot of things that just continue on. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of the theme of this off season. You know, it's, it's a copycat league. Teams are trying to copy each other. You don't see teams winning championships that haven't been together that aren't familiar with each other. Um, it took Miami two years with all the talent they had. They needed that continuity to win. Um, so that's what you know we're kind of going for here is just build a young group of guys. Obviously, Anthony Davis is uh, the key to that, putting pieces around him, putting shooters and slashers and playmakers around him. Um, you know, that's the goal. Speaking of keys, what's the key? What have you learned is the key to – a role like yours on this team where it could be any moment, any given time, maybe even just for a short time to make an impact. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing I learned last year um, and really just going back a couple years. Um, you know, it's cliches, just stay ready. Um, I, I feel like I was able to have an impact last year just by coming in every day, working hard and being ready when, you know, I was called upon when I was needed. We had some injuries I wanted to step up and play well in the role that I was asked to play, and I feel I did that. Um, I'd like to expand my game going forward. But, um, you know, we're a deep team this year, really deep, Um, you know, and just have a lot of different pieces. Obviously, this new system uh, is going to require guys to shoot and spread the floor and uh, give AD space, give Tyreek and Drew our slashers space. So, um, you know, that's something that I think fits my game. That was an attractive – Thing for me to be able to come back here into Coach Gentry's system. Um, you look at what he's done in Phoenix and also being a part of the Golden State Warriors. Um, they really value that that um, you know floor spacing. So um, you know it's a good situation. Uh, am I going to see you differently in this new system? Are you going to look different on the floor than what I've gotten used to seeing Luke Babbitt being? Uh, I hope so. I mean, um, I'd love to just you know be able to fire up as many shots as I can. Um, you know, and I think this system favors that. It favors um, three-point shooters getting more looks. I mean, that's the way the NBA is going. Is you want you want to shoot wide open threes. You want to you know attack the basket and get layups or threes. You know, kickouts. We have a guy Anthony Davis that can draw a ton of attention um, inside, so that helps guys like me. And um, so I'd like to just be out there, you know, bombing away this year, but. Um, you know, I, I think that's similar to, to what I've done in the past, but I want to continue to expand my game, um, be able to attack off closeouts and, um, you know, be able to become more of a complete player. You shoot for an extremely high percentage, you know, and you say, I'm going to go bombs away down there. I think that's fantastic, although I think there's this misconception a little bit about Coach Gentry's system and that it's, you know, hey, just throw it down the floor and jack it up. There is more to it than that. There is. It's 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 more of a pace thing, I think. It's more of just – you know, we're not going to be walking the ball up the court as much as, as before. We're going to be taking good shots. But if it's a good shot in the first five seconds, you know, we're that that's a shot we're probably going to be taking. I mean, you don't want to turn down looks in, in this system. We're going to be pushing the pace, um, keeping the defense on their heels. I mean, that'll help with with our youth and um, depth. That'll help us just to, to apply the pressure and not necessarily let the defense get set. Um, you know, just the, just the pace, getting more attempts. Um, you know, not necessarily taking bad shots. You're right. That's not what we're doing. We're not going to be forcing shots. We're not going to be, um, you know, reinventing anything. We're just pushing the pace a little bit more. 
Lou, now that you guys have been together here for a couple of weeks and getting through these workouts together, which which of your teammates may have raised your eyebrows a little bit? You know, it's always like coming back to a new school year in some ways, but, you know, which of your teammates have you kind of paused and said, huh, that's a little different? Yeah, um, that's always a question you get in, like, training camp. Um, you know, honestly, everyone's looked really good. I think, um, you know, Alonzo, he's athletic, man. <clears throat> So, you know, we have a lot of athletes. Alonzo uh, can really run and jump. Um, you know, I think Eric's, <coughs> Eric's look good. Um, he's really impressed me this, this, uh, this summer. He looks athletic. He looks quick. He, you know, obviously he shot a great percentage last year. He's, you know, he looks like he's going to do that again this year. Let's, let's talk league-wide for a moment. Um, <coughs> Storylines around the NBA. What, what caught your attention most during the offseason that you think presents um, conversation going into training camps, not just Pelicans, but across the league? Um, it, was, it was an interesting free agency. I mean, obviously, LaMarcus leaving Portland. Um, that helps San Antonio, you would, you would feel like, um, going forward. They're going to be good. You know, Oklahoma City's back, um, healthy. They're, you know, the West, I think, is just – it got, you know – if it was possible, it's even stronger than it was last year. You know, Houston, Houston got better, I think, you know, with Ty Lawson. So um, it's going to be a really tough challenge for us, um, you know, to, to really make a jump. And that's one that we need to, to do. Uh, we're embracing that challenge, and, you know, it'll be, it'll be exciting. Let's get to the hard-hitting news of the, of the conversation here. There's a lot of fans who have now caught wind of your – your change going into the new season, the haircut, the whole nine yards, the new look. Um, you know, inquiring minds want to know, Luke Babbitt, well, what was the, what was the thought process into going back to shorter hair? Uh, that's always a hot topic, man. Uh, people, see. you know, it's like the hair and then people want to know, like, about your game. I mean, it's uh, – I don't know what it is about NBA players and their, their hair. People, people are all over it. Um, no, I just – you know, there's – Nothing really to it, um, you know. We'll see if uh, if I can continue to shoot, um, you know, knock down shots with it. It'll stay. If not, I may have to grow grow it back. Was there a woman involved in this in this decision? Because usually that's the way it works in my life. That anything I do to my appearance is probably influenced by my wife um, and or daughter. You get the point. Was this a was this a Luke Babbitt only conversation, or was there was there heavy influence on this? on this hard-hitting piece of news? Uh, no, my wife's been, been on me for a little while. So, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's behind it, uh, most of all. <laughs> but if the shots don't fall, you get to trump that, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's important for what I do. So, <clears throat> you know, having a good year last year with it, you don't necessarily want to change that up. So uh, we'll see. I mean, there's no saying that I can't just grow it back. It takes a couple months. It'll be back. <laughs> This is not probably the way that you envision this interview ending, but uh, again, this is the hard-hitting stuff that we need to cover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and you and I'll be watching the baseball postseason too. I th- I don't know if people are aware that you are a, a heavy, heavy baseball watcher. Yeah, I'm a big Reds fan. It's been a tough year. Obviously, uh, you, Sean, being a Cardinals fan, you're you know you have bragging rights right now but um no it's it's a fun time of year for baseball fans no doubt it gives us something to talk about through the uh, training camp process that's for sure luke baba here on the black and blue report we'll be right back and keep you moving on this wednesday
Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research, and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. Good show today. Uh, glad you could spend some of your Wednesday with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Um, obviously, we'll keep an eye on the Drew Brees situation. Uh, there will be an injury list, obviously, this afternoon on NewOrleansSaints.com. Uh, Drew is also sp- scheduled to speak. Um, and if you didn't catch the live stream of that from earlier in the afternoon, let's say you're listening to this podcast because it's no appointment radio, uh, late in the afternoon of this evening, I think you'll be able to go back and watch it in its entirety again uh, at NewOrleansSaints.com and on your Saints mobile app. And we'll be pulling for Drew to have a great week of uh, rehab and treatment and everything else. And we'll see. That's the thing. We'll see. And I know Coach said uh, they'll be smart. Um, if in the event, though, uh, that Drew can't go, uh, you might have both of the McCown brothers starting this weekend in the NFL. I don't know if you heard earlier today or not, but uh, Josh McCown has been cleared to play and has been named the starter again for the Cleveland Browns. That means Johnny Manziel is back to the backup spot. But, uh, you know, there you go. You, you might have both of the brothers uh, starting this weekend in the NFL. I think the Saints, though, are, are, are encouraged, and we'll see how things go with regard to Drew's uh, process this week. Hey, thanks to Sean Fazan from Fox 8. I think that it was uh, good of him to come on and uh, share some perspective from um, the media's side of this and uh, appreciate his thoughts, too, about the Saints' defense. I think he's spot on with his assessment about growth there, and certainly we'll see the true test will be how things go on Sunday against Cam Newton and those Carolina Panthers. Luke Babbitt's new look uh, hopefully will uh, suit him well this, this uh, upcoming season. Thanks for his visit today. Uh, again, T-minus five days until the start of Pelicans camp. Don't forget, single-game tickets are on sale now. Um, I want to say that the opener against Golden State is now not in play. You might want to do some double-checking. Uh, 504-525-HOOP. And uh, also, earlier today, the Pelicans uh, announced a couple of free agent signings. I think some of these were already guys that you may have known about, but uh, Jeff Adrian... Chris Douglas Roberts and uh, Corey Webster uh, all have been added to the team. Adrian's a 6'7 guy who played sparingly for the uh, Wolves last year. Um, And then, of course, CDR, we all know about Chris Douglas Roberts. He's a vet. Uh, He appeared in 12 games for the Clippers during last season, um, but obviously after being drafted 40th overall by New Jersey in 08, he's had a a lot of time in the league. I think 200-some-odd career NBA games uh, for Chris Douglas Roberts. He'll provide some depth during camp at guard. And then Corey Webster's the same. Uh, the native of New Zealand is 6'2". Um, and he played some time in the D-League last 
season, if I'm not mistaken. Let me let me look at that real quick. Yeah, he played for the Breakers last season, um, and it wasn't in the D League. It was actually overseas, over, uh, over down under, as they say. So um, he's a member of the, the New Zealand national team and has international experience too. So that as it stands right now, there's 18 guys on the uh, Pelicans roster going into camp. Obviously, by the end of the camp, it's going to be 15 or less. Um, due to NBA rules, obviously. So uh, keep that in mind. I'm just – I can't wait. Tomorrow will be Thursday. That means we'll be T-minus four. And uh, Daniel's give me that look like I need more than four days. But I'm ready. Uh, with that being said, we will say goodbye on this Wednesday. A lot for you to take in uh, here midweek. And uh, it only gets to be uh, more hectic and more exciting as the week progresses. We'll see you tomorrow with Jim Henderson, voice of the Saints. Uh, Mick Mixon, voice of the Carolina Panthers. We'll also hear from the Pelicans as well tomorrow. I think Dante Cunningham might might stop by Studio B. We'll see how that goes uh, tomorrow. And with that, have a great rest of your day. And um, thanks again for being a part of ours. See you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.